Welcome to the One City Church audio experience. My name is Jesse Dan Yusuf and I serve as the lead pastor. Our vision at One City is to see everyone everywhere becoming one with God. You're about to listen to one of our messages. We hope you leave inspired, motivated and blessed. We've been doing a series called House of Prayer. And we also discovered that our anchor text in its in the New King James Version is... Can we put that up? Um, Zechariah 8.21 Okay, let's read from verse 20. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Peoples shall yet come, inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city, hallelujah, shall go to another, saying, Let us continue to go and pray before the Lord. Do you know, God is beautiful. We set the theme of this conference as no one else is coming. And even part our name, One City, it's not really the name of that city. I don't even get it. He's saying the people of One City shall say to another city. So it was a city on the move. Do you understand? They were the ones going out. People were coming from many cities, but it says the people of One City were going to other cities. Hallelujah. As you sent me, so have I sent them. The people of one city. Hallelujah. So in, deep in our calling, there is that commissioning, that going forth, that going out. Already that we see here in Zechariah 8.21. It says, the people of one city shall say to another city, let us continue to go and what? Pray before the Lord and seek the Lord of hosts, I myself will go also. Yes, many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to pray before the Lord. The Lord of hosts in those, thus says the Lord of hosts in those days, in those days, ten men from every language of the nations shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man saying, let us go with you for we have heard that God is with you. Ten men from every nation shall hold the role of a one citizen emphasis mine and say what god is with you god is with you take us to your god let us go with you so two things are happening between 21 and 23 the people of one city are going and saying let us go and pray to the lord but also nations are coming and saying god is with you we want what you have do you understand do you understand so we are a praying house and I pray that God will continue to keep us in Jesus' name. If you've not been joined, um, joining prayers, and one of the things I think I've announced recently is I want us to figure out a way that we will be praying 24 hours. But we're going to start by um, taking the watches. So the watches in um, Jerusalem, I mean in Jewish time, how they measure time is the way saying the first watch, the third watch. Do you understand? The first watch started 6 p.m. Am I right? Yes. It started 6 p.m. So every three hours was a watch. So I don't know if you've noticed in your Bible, but in more modern translations, they will put maybe about 3 p.m. or something. But in maybe the earlier versions like KJV and KJV, you see Jesus in the sixth watch or in the third watch. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? So I want to institute something where there will be at least, at least two people praying every watch we're going to figure out a way i don't know maybe we'll set up 
um, meetings every three hours and the links will just be provided somewhere and you just, you and the Lord, you set your alarm, will probably put like a prayer monitor. Like a prefect. Prayer prefect. That sounds better. I'm a PP. I'm a 3 p.m. PP. Prayer prefect. <laughs> we'll put prayer prefects. Joking. I don't know. The name will not stay or not. We don't know yet. But just someone that will man, do you understand, and coordinate for that period. So let's say Eva chooses 3 p.m. Her alarm goes off. She knows that she's joining 3 p.m. prayers. Do you understand? And whoever is leading will pray for 30 minutes and beyond. Those of you who are usually awake at 3 a.m., there will be someone praying as well. Do you get? So we will start there and we will just see what the Lord will do because David mentioned something as he was leading prayers and I also have mentioned it. Even though a pregnant woman is waiting to give birth to her child, amen, she's also looking forward to that day where the child will be grown and mature. Do you understand? So it's not just about the birthday, but it's also that this child will become. Amen. So we are praying to birth one city, but it doesn't mean that we will stop brooding over her. Just as a mother hen lays eggs, but also she broods over her, the eggs for another 21 days or so until the egg matures to birth cheeks. Do you understand? To, to, um, until the cheeks break out of the eggs. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So we're going to even going deeper in prayer. Deeper in prayer. And there will be 24 hours prayers. Glory to God. I, I believe immediately after one city launch on Sunday, maybe on Monday we'll institute it. In one way or the other, we'll figure it out. In it, let's find a way to do that. So every person in the house, you are a prayer warrior. You're a prayer warrior. You're praying for one city. You're interceding for one city. But you're praying for yourself. Because see, the text says the people of one city. A city with just buildings is not a city. Do you understand? It's just a territory. But cities are made up of people. Glory to God. So as I've been telling us, the church, one city church, we are... one city church, this church is people. When I say one city, I'm not talking of an institution or a building. I'm talking of you. Everything that God promises us here is corporate promise, but also personal promise. Are you with me? So if the Lord is saying, I'll be with you, one city. You, we say amen corporately as a family, but we also say it personally. God is with me. Amen. For instance... Um, verse 23 of Zechariah 8. It says, 10 men shall, from every nation shall take hold of me and say, shall take hold of the robe of a Jew. So you personalize it and say, 10 persons from every nation shall look, shall take hold of me and say, I want to know your God. I don't know if you guys get what I'm saying. So I believe it is in the place of prayer that we will see the birthing and the becoming of what one city is. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm just trying to share some things to encourage you to pray. And when we started praying in December, in the House of Prayer December, one of the first things the Lord told us from Jeremiah 1, 17, I believe, or is it 19? He says, Jeremiah, what do you see? Amen? What do you see? When you go into the place of prayer, what do you see? 
What do you see? I want us, and I've been teaching us, I believe for however long I've been teaching on prayer, that our prayers must be bigger than our problems. So we cannot just be going to God in prayer only to solve problems. We should start praying to see God first. Amen? Amen. We should be praying to see God first. So our first prayer is that we encounter Jesus. Is that we have an encounter with him. Glory. Is that we have an encounter with Jesus. That is your first prayer point. That when you go to the place of prayer, when you go to the altar, encounter. That we are not like Jacob who said, God was here and I did not know. So Jesus saying, I will be with you till the end of age is a promise, but it is a sure promise. So how do we know Jesus is with us? It is that we are always in prayer. That's why he tells us to pray without season. Paul tells us to pray without season. Amen? So in that place of prayer, praying without season, you're constantly encountering the presence of God. You're constantly in the presence of God. Amen? Of course, there, there are times when we will go and we will seclude ourselves and give ourselves unto prayer. There are those moments, agreed. But, one city, we must stay in that mindset that we are always in the presence of God. And the way to stay in that mindset is what? In the place of prayer. So I'm asking you now, what do you see? What do you see? Anytime I pray for one city, all I'm seeing is people. And I'm seeing God build people so that they can build godly homes. So that they can build godly enterprises. So that they can become the weapon of God in every sphere of society. Every time I'm praying for you guys. All I'm seeing is, I'm telling you, it's from homes. I'm seeing godly marriages. Godly children, godly homes. Hallelujah. So what do you see? When you pray, what do you see? First, we see Jesus. Amen? We see Jesus. Glory to God. The first person we see is what? Jesus. The first person we see with Jesus. When we... This is John 17 that we've been reciting. And I really hope that many of you have been going back to read it and to pray it. Because immediately after that prayer, Jesus was arrested. He was betrayed and arrested. In, verse, in chapter 18 of John, he was betrayed and arrested. So that is Jesus' last recorded, most intimate prayer. Imagine his last prayer is intercession for us. Intercession for the apostles, but for us as well. And he's praying for oneness. Praying for union. That we function in the unity, in the power of that oneness. I realized something. Oh, sorry, before we, I go there, let's look at... Um, verse 24 of John 17 verse 24 he says father I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world he's saying his desire is that they be with him his desire Jesus's desire is that we be with him I I, I want us as we go into prayer that our prayers also shift from what our desires are and praying god what are your desires amen amen when eva and i were courting dating 
one of the things she will say over and over again, she hates surprises. Like, don't even try and surprise her. So I, I just thought it's one of these humble things. You see, so I tried a few times and, well, her, she just was happy to make me nice. But in the, in the next month, we're going to be five years. Amen. In the, in, in the past five years, I've learned actually how to surprise her. So she likes surprises she doesn't know. No, she doesn't know. But I've learned the art of surprising Evangeline. And <laughs> no, you surprise her by giving her her desires. So before... I was thinking, oh, they say women like these things. Do you understand? But you, it, it shocked me. Do you get? So she just, she was just, and this boy has spent money. Let me just be excited. But now in the five years, I've let, oh, she has mentioned this thing is a desire. Do you get? Why are now? Go see for front. Do you understand? So she, lo she loves surprises. She didn't know. She didn't know until she got married. But I've learned the art of surprising. So cheat code for guys. Amen. I'm telling you, if you want your prayers answered fast, eh, start asking God what his desires are. Jesus said, my desire is that these ones will be with me also. Amen? In the place of prayer, after we see Jesus, start seeking God's will, God's desire, not just for your life. God, what are you doing in the earth and how can I be a part of it? Amen? That's what it means to seek first because your needs are already met. He knows you need them. Pastor Chingtok taught us that. Abby, that as creatures of God, God will already meet our needs. God will meet your needs. So your own is like, okay, God, I'm not going to pray about this thing. You know I need a car. So I'm not going to pray about it. Okay, what are you doing in this generation? How can I be a part of it? Amen? So the Lord starts to reveal his heart to you through the Spirit. Amen. He pours out his heart to you. Then you now say, Lord, can I be your answered prayer. One city, are you listening? So the Lord will supply your needs according to his riches in glory. He will supply the grace, the might, the strength to do his will for his glory. Amen. I learned something from this prayer. The prophets tell us that the Lord will never share his glory with anyone. Well, read verse 22. The glory you have given me, I have given to them. Woo! Hallelujah! The glory that God has, he gave to his son, Jesus. The son now said, because I'm commissioning these ones and they are going in my power, let them go in my glory. Amen. Let them go in my glory. Glory to God. Please, in the place of prayer, I want your prayer language to change. Yes, I know you need rent. I'm not, I know you need these things. Make your petitions known. Yes, but I want you to seek first 
the kingdom of God. Lord, what are you doing in this generation and how can I be a part of it? Lord, you're doing something and it won't pass me by. I want what you, the blessings from your move in this generation. I want it to. See, God is raising an army. He's constantly, constantly raising the people and you must be part of that army. Amen. So in the place of prayer, there's encounter. We come into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 2. He says he came into the presence of God. Is it 2 or 5? He says he came into the presence of God. And he said, woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. I'm unrighteous. I'm unrighteous. I'm not clean. Because he thought, Isaiah probably thought in all he's keeping the law. And keeping the ordinances of God and loving God loving his neighbor and performing all the sacrifices that he was righteous enough but when he was in the presence of God he said woe is me I'm a man of unclean lips and he had probably started his prophetic career journey at the time so the Lord the Bible tells us in that chapter he was looking and saying who will go for us who will go for us? Who shall I send? And that's the second thing, one city we must be. When we encounter God, when we experience his goodness, when we taste of his mercies, when we feel the glory of God, I'm telling you, when we truly experience God, we will not be able to keep it to ourselves. You won't be able to keep it to yourself. Do you know how I know? I see what you share. I see the stories you share. I see the restaurants you share. I see the movies you share. Because you've enjoyed something, you want to recommend it to others. Or, if you did not enjoy something, you will say you did not enjoy it. So, because Isaiah saw the Lord, he saw the Lord. He said, I must invite, I must go and tell people. And that's what we do. That's what we have to become as well. When we see Jesus, we invite others to see him. When we see Jesus, we invite others to see him. Hallelujah. The veil has been torn. Hallelujah. Pastor Chinktop taught us that. So we invite others. Come and see. Come and taste. Come and see that the Lord is good. So it is in the place of prayer. So our evangelistic lifestyle, our evangelism starts from a place of encounter. We bear witness because we've tasted and seen. Amen. Do you know, there are some, there are people in this church, I don't know if I should call their names, but there are things we need. In this Abuja, there are two people we'll call. Three, okay, one, she's no longer in this church, but two people we'll call, Afa and Kelly. Anything we want, any type of, like, please, we want roasted fish. They will tell you these people, their own is this price and this taste. They are never wrong, if I'm lying. You say? And they are open at this time, at this. Oh, Jesus. Okay, if I want yam, but not body. I'm And these people, their own comes with fish sauce. And, oh, my goodness. Like, accurate. So. When we were inviting our guests and they chose the hotel, I was just stressing that, you know, excellence, you know, they were choosing the hotel. If I just kept on saying, ha, what's your problem? 
is Afa and Kelly. That's what she kept on saying. Is Afa and Kelly. Is, do you understand? Like, they are here. Do you understand? Like, they will not fall your hand, PJ. Like, trust them. But I was just being oversabi. I wanted to see where. And they did an amazing job. Can we celebrate them? Taking care of our guests. Amen. But I'm saying this because they've tasted and seen that is their, an earthly experience. Do you understand? And they are able to tell, do you get, of what they've experienced. Jesus, if you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, if you've seen God, then we will tell the world. As you sent me, so will I send them. So Isaiah was in the presence of the Lord and he experienced God. I said, who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here I am, send me. Amen. I believe that that must be our third prayer. Lord, send me. Lord, use me. Amen. He, he looked at his nation and he said, we are not living what the Lord has called us to be. Lord, send me. Make me a prophet to the nation. Let me go and tell the people of your goodness, of your mercy, of your righteousness, of your glory. So listen, the Lord is going to be, once it is a sending church, hallelujah, we'll gather here every weekend, we encounter Jesus. Hallelujah. From Monday to Saturday, we are sent forth. Amen. Amen. I told you Sundays are not service days. It's strategic meetings. Amen. We encounter Jesus. Lord, what are you saying this week? Okay, we go back and we do it. Here I am, send me. They, I know many of us, we have problems in our families. Problems in the workplace. Many of us, your heart is bleeding for some things that are happening in the nation. God is sending you there. Once it's here, online and in person, everybody's listening to me. God is sending us forth. So often, the pain in your heart... Eh? a desire to see righteousness and justice is not really from you. It is God desiring righteousness and justice in you. And he's placing that burden and that desire, do you understand, in you so that you can do what he has called us to do. He's placing it not just in you. Pastor Aaron said, Lord, let more than one person be able to hear your voice. Do you understand? When Moses anointed the seventy. Two, the Bible tells us they were not in the presence of Moses when he anointed them, the elders. And they started, they, they were outside Moses' presence. But the Bible tells us that they started to prophesy. Caleb and Joshua ran and started saying, see, these people are prophesying. And he said, I pray, I wish that all of Israel, that all may prophesy. Amen. Please. Do you know this thing, this thing couple is a trap is a trap. Many of us think that we have to do this so that we can be useful. In the church, when we went to meet one of our mentors, when we're starting tribe, that we're starting a church, he said many of us are trying to get out. You people are trying to get him. Please, don't admire this thing. God is able to use you far more where you are. Do you understand? where you are. Where you are is an altar. Where you are is your pulpit. You don't need this constructed platform. Amen. You don't need this constructed platform. It is a trap. 
please don't admire this. And I, I hope you get what I'm saying or the heart behind what I'm saying. God wants to use you where you are. Me, I pray that all may prophesy. That's what it means. No one else is coming. That's why I, I believe the Lord is saying no one else is coming. Because he's sending us forth. So in the place of prayer, we see Jesus. We see his desire. Father, I desire that all may be with me. Amen. Then we now say, Lord, here I am. Send me. The Bible now tells us that the Lord told an angel to place a call on the lips of Isaiah. Signifying purification. Signifying consecration. Amen. John 17, 17. Jesus said, Sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is truth. So even before no one else is coming, he says, sanctify them, consecrate them, make them pure. Mark first, can I calm down? Make them pure. Amen. He says, make them pure. Sanctify them in your truth. My word is truth. So God is not, just as Pastor Chingta taught us, God is not just sending us unarmed or naked. He's purifying us. Just like the text Pastor Chingta read, he's not ashamed of the ones he's making holy. Hallelujah. So he's making us like him so that we can call others to become like us in him, like him. Amen. So, before he sends us forth, he consecrates us. He sanctifies us. He makes us what? Like him. Sanctify them in your truth. Listen, please, one city. In an age where truth is now your truth is my truth. We've lost track of how many genders there are. And do you know that's not the problem? We are fighting if well when it comes to argument over or debate over pronouns, is not the problem is the philosophy the spirit behind that because it started as far back as the 60s where truth started to people the the prophets of um progressivism were saying that there's no such thing as absolute truth so all of this is the birthing of what happened over 50 years ago do you get so arguing over it's 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 I want to say it's late Seth because the seed was planted long time ago long time ago so the Lord is sanctifying and making holy the ones he's sending forth amen because listen my friend went to preach um, in Bauchi this is 20 maybe 2011 they went out of went out we um they went out on evangelism that time i never took born again like that so i know to send this kind of things but they went out to preach and he came back and he was telling me that they met people that started to preach to them and were quoting the gospel of thomas the gospel of they went to preach he said him he has heard of these things do you understand he has read them but he was so shocked that ah, in bauchi that he's hearing this, I'm not saying about his age. Just hear me. <laughs> but he was shocked, like, in this part of the world where he may have thought, 
you understand? You probably hear in more progressive cities like you know Abuja, um, Lagos, you, people that are in quotes more open-minded, right? And this this thing I'm saying is over ten years ago that he had this encounter. Guys, how many times have you seen on social media something that's do you understand? Somebody saying something that will shake your faith, that will plant a seed, a question. Do you understand? And if you're not grounded, I'm seeing many of my friends, loved ones, slip away. In the short time I've been a pastor and I've been in ministry, I'm seeing many of them. I mean people that have even brought people to Christ. People that have brought people to Christ because the seed of deceit planted. So God consecrates us in his truth. One city, are you with me? God consecrates us in his what? Truth. Thy word is truth. Then 18, he says what? As you have sent me, so send them I. As you have sent me, what? I have sent them. Glory to God. So that's the next part. Our prayer is, we see Jesus. We see his desire. Amen. Then we see him holy. Righteous. What was the third point I made? So we see, uh, 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 we now say, here I am, send me. We offer ourselves, hallelujah. And in offering ourselves, he consecrates us. Amen. When he consecrates us, make, he makes us like him. He makes us holy. He makes us righteous. Then he sends us. Amen. He sends us. So he says, as you send me, uh, Pastor Chington used this beautiful, um, he said that he has focusing on the likes and the ass in Bibles. That's this. He says, as you sent me. So the way and manner that the Lord sent Jesus, the authority, the power, the spirit that they gave to Jesus, the glory, Jesus is saying, I am placing it in these ones. Hallelujah. I'm placing it in these ones. Glory to God. So I'm sending them forth. Now that word send, send is the word apostolos. Amen. So the church is apostolic in nature. Yes, the Lord calls and officiates people as apostles, you know, like Apostle Aaron. Do you get? But the church in itself is apostolic. That's the adjective, right? The church is what? Apostolic, which means it is a sending forth church. I heard a preacher say, Jesus um, told them that my word will be you be my witness in Jerusalem, Samaria, Judah, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And that they just stayed in Jerusalem. Then God now started persecuting them. So that they would be spreading. <laughs> so that they would be spreading. He, it was kind of like a half-truth. But say it's because Stephen died. He started to run away. Then the word started spreading. Because remember, we see in chapter 10 of Acts, God was... You people are not in a hurry. You people are not doing this thing fast, fast. Oh, yeah. Appear to this guy. He has been praying. He has been praying, and his offerings have risen up to me. Let him go and tell Peter to come and preach to me. I told you people from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. Amen. So the Lord consecrates us, He imbues us with power. He empowers us so that we can now go forth and become all that he has called us to hallelujah so the church is apostolic one city is apostolic in the sense that we are a sent forth church we keep going out the people of one city shall say to another city let us go and pray to the lord of hosts hallelujah so we are constantly dragging people into the kingdom let us go and entreat the favor of god let us go and seek the blessing of god that is what we are 
Amen. So my prayer is that in this house, we will encounter Jesus, Jesus at the center. We will encounter Jesus, but this encounter will be an invitation to go and bring others to encounter Jesus. Say, come and see the man who has told me everything about myself. Come and see the man who has healed me of my sickness and disease. Come and see the man who has healed me of my addictions and my depression. Come and see the man who told me everything about myself. Amen. So one city, we're an apostolic church. As you sent me into the world, so have I sent them. There are some of you, if I see you becoming pastors, I'll chase you away. Because we need you in the world. I'm not joking. If I just start seeing you around, I know it's some, some of you, I'm not saying all, some will be pastors. Do you get no, we need apostles in the marketplace. We need sent ones in the marketplace to represent Jesus. Amen, one city. So we discover our mission field. Mission field is not just immediate territory. It is where the Lord has planted you. Hallelujah. Some of us, the Lord will raise as intercessors over Nigeria. Some of us, the Lord, ah, I don't know, in 20, baby, when was it? 20... 15, 2016, Fela Droto started every prayers. I don't know if it was every hour, I can't remember. Whoever saw that? This was um, 2015, 2016. He started online prayers. I think every three hours or so. And he said he walked into the marketplace one day. He was using What's the name of this streaming service of Twitter that died? Periscope. Periscope. So it was Periscope people were using then. So he walked into the marketplace one day and he said he met a woman that she said she has been praying for Nigeria from 1960. Do you hear what I said? She has been praying for Nigeria from 1960. If I say, let, let us pray for Nigeria now, you, some of you will hiss. Some, do you know, do you know the, the strength it takes to be praying for Nigeria for the past? How old are we? 63. Do you know, do you know the, the, the stamina it takes to be praying that long? We, many of us, we just talk anyhow. We say that they are praying too much. I'm telling you, this nation has been held by the prayers of the same. Every day, there's a reason to split up. We see a reason to split up. Every day, every day. That we are here and we are claiming giants of Africa is God's mercies. And some of you, the Lord will raise as intercessors, as prophetess, Anna. Please, one city, are you with me? One city, are you with me? So in this place... Um, very fast forward, we read from Acts 13. It said, the Spirit of the Lord said, set apart for me Barnabas and Paul for the work to which I have called them. So, at the end of this conference, you will hear with clarity your call, your purpose. Hallelujah. What do you see? So, the Lord will also give us a vision. A vision. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Now, 
some of us, this may sound too big for us. But let me tell you, we, you know, yesterday I said that the world is looking for heroes. And it's, it's very true. Um, if we check, if we just look at, um, what was it called now? If we look at um, the box office, many of the films are stories about heroes or the way the world is looking for heroes. Do you know, in all the CGI and the VFX of the superhero films, there's something they get right. The flaws of the heroes. The flaws of the heroes. Have you noticed, those of you who are into Marvel movies, many of the villains of the heroes were made by the heroes. Right? Part one of Iron Man, Iron Monger, was his... Was, he was jealous because of, do you understand, how they give small boy company. Part two, um, Tony Stark's dad cheated one man. The son came back, stole technology to defeat him. Do you understand? Don't be surprised I know all these things. I watched it too many times. I don't care if you judge myself. Um, but um, to, I think, Avengers Age of Ultron was an invention of what? Iron Man. So in a way, like, that's what they get, right? So the heroes, the best of us are still men at best. Only Yeshua, hallelujah. Only Jesus, amen. Glory to God. I'm saying this because as you're going forth, as you're going out, we're not going as people to save the world. We are saying there is someone that can save you because he has saved me. Amen. We are not pointing to ourselves. We are, if we point to ourselves, we are saying we are witnesses of these things. Glory to God. Amen. Now, the thing I would tell everybody before we start the second part of prayer is this. Go in this thy might. Judges 16, 14. The Lord told Gideon, the, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Almighty man of valor. Almighty man of valor. Almighty man of valor. And Gideon was confused. He said, me, that I'm the last born, I'm the least in my father's house, I'm from the least tribe. He listed all his uh, flaws. Everything that disqualifies him. But the beautiful thing about being the sent one of God is that he qualifies the called. Hallelujah. We cannot attain Isaiah, we cannot attain the, 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 the level it requires to be called by God. Isaiah said, here I am, send me. But he saw himself truly as he was. And the Lord consecrated him for the work. Hallelujah. We, the Lord is saying, I'm sending you forth. But before that, John 17, 17, I'm sanctifying you in my truth. So the Lord will qualify you. And I'm telling you one city that just as the Lord told Gideon, he's telling us to go in this thy might. Many of you feel, may feel, okay, I don't have this. I don't have a master's. I don't have this. I'm not qualified enough. I'm not able to speak in, uh, uh, well enough. I don't have these certain qualifications. I don't have what she has. But the Lord wants to be glorified in your weaknesses. Amen. That's why Paul says, I will boast in my weaknesses because God, in our weaknesses, that is when he is most strong. Hallelujah. So I'm telling us one city, go in this thy might. No one else is coming, but go in this thy might. 
What is this might? This might is the strength of God. Amen. So the first, another thing we see is that God, we must now see ourselves as God sees us. We don't define ourselves by what we have or what we do not have. We define ourselves by what God calls us. Hallelujah. Almighty man of valor. And told him that you, you shall be the one to redeem Israel. What? And he said, that's not possible. I'm least. So don't stop disqualifying yourself when the Lord has already qualified you. Glory to God. Go in this thy might, one city. Go in this thy might. And might comes by God gifting it to us. Amen. But you can grow in might. Amen. How do you grow in might? Obedience. I started out as a Sunday school teacher. Teaching eight-year-olds. I started out as a Sunday school teacher. Teaching eight-year-olds. Then I could teach teenagers. Then I could teach um, young people, or younger people, you guys are still young, or claiming to be young. I could teach younger people in YWAP. Do you understand? And the Lord, that's, that's the progression. Amen? If I, if I started out as pastor's PA, there's a pastor in Abuja, uh, um, now he has his own church. She was doing itinerant ministry with him all over. So we did not just appear. Do you understand? She did pastor P in Joss, did for that pastor, came and was um, Dr. Charles's um, strategy, wild international strategy coordinator. Amen. And this is the least we will ever be. We know where we are going. So we are growing in might. We are growing in might. We are growing in might. And it comes in obedience. So what has God given you to do? that you think you were too big for. Oh, I can't teach eight-year-olds. You've missed out on an, on an important step. An important step. So go in this that might is go in what God has given you. Once it, can you stand and just start praying? Go in this that might is to go with what God has given you. Hallelujah. Might grows in obedience. So, we're going to pray two prayers. We're going to say, Lord, show me where to go. Then you're now going to say, Lord, give me might. The word for might in the New Testament is dunamis. And dunamis is what? Power. Amen. Is what? Power. So the beautiful thing is that the Lord said, I, you shall receive power. You shall receive might. You shall receive might. Isaiah 11 verse 2. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of might is upon me. The spirit of power is upon me. Hallelujah. So once again, I'm saying this today. No one else is coming because you are here. Go forth in this thy might. Everybody in the room, just open your mouth and pray. I just say, ask, ask the Lord. Lord, where are you sending me? To. And Lord, give me grace, strength for the journey ahead. Ooh, Lord, in my generation, in my generation, your name will be known in my generation. Your name will be known in my generation. Your name will be known in my generation. I will be a witness 
I will be a witness of an encounter with you. I will be a witness of an encounter with you. Come on. In a barn on the altar, Paul said, Find to flame the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of hands. Find to flame which the Lord has placed on the inside of you. There's so much God has in building you. There's so much the Lord has stored inside of you. Go in this thy might. 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 One city, come on, fans of flame, I can't hear you. Let your prayers reach the heavens. Let your prayers reach the heavens. So clean my hands, purify my heart. I
for the next five minutes, we are going to be praying one prayer. Lord, open my eyes. Just say, open my eyes. Let me see what you're doing. I want to be a part of it. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Everybody pray this prayer. Everyone pray this prayer. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes, God. Open my eyes. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes, God. Open my eyes. Open my eyes.